0: and discover how you can build your life around Jesus Christ. I'm Nathan Johnson, and in today's episode, I want to talk about two essential aspects that you need in your own personal Bible study. Let's dive in. Last week, we began a mini-series on this idea of Bible study. Now, last week, we talked about this idea of spiritual heartburn, that as you come to the Word of God and He begins to expose Himself to you through the Word, you begin to experience what I'm calling spiritual heartburn coming from that Luke 24 passage. Well, today I want to talk about two essential aspects when it comes to Bible study. Now, I think in the past I've tended to overemphasize maybe one of these, and it's not that I meant to diminish the other. I just wanted to reemphasize the fact that both of these aspects are really important to your Bible study. So let me talk about both of them really quickly. One aspect that you need for your Bible study is reading. (laughs) Now, I understand that seems rather quite obvious that, hey, if I'm going to be engaging with the Bible, obviously I need to be reading it. And reading is really important to your understanding of Scripture. In fact, I would encourage you to consistently have a plan where you're just going through the word of God over and over and over again, because you're gaining the broad perspective, the, the overarching view of what Scripture is saying. Now, the second aspect is the study of the Bible itself. One of the ways you could say this is you read the Bible for breadth, you study the Bible for depth. And I think both of them are absolutely essential. Now, when I've talked about Bible study in the past, I've tended to emphasize the study aspect. Again, not to diminish the reading, but I'm just, maybe I just have always presumed that you're reading the Bible. But what I want to do is in the next couple of episodes, I want to actually give you some handles or some practical tools of how to study the Bible. But I thought it'd be kind of fun in this particular episode to talk about just the reason why you should be reading the Bible and some creative strategies on how you can do so. So when it comes to this idea of reading the scriptures, you recognize that it's not that we're just trying to read for information. Again, it goes back to this idea of the heartburn or the purpose of Bible study, which is to know the author himself. Now I'm going to mention this, I'm sure in an upcoming episode, but if all you do is read the Bible, you're actually lacking a lot of the rich depth of scripture. It, the, maybe one illustration is, you know, here you are, uh, you're on a boat and you're looking down into the water. Well, you can actually see some of the water, you know, or see things in the water from the top of a boat. But it's very different than getting in the water and getting your face in that water. And I'd almost liken this idea of being on a boat, looking down into the water, almost like this idea of reading scripture, that you can get nuggets and you can see things, but it's very different than just studying scripture, which is like getting your face in the water itself and actually spending time in the water. And yet I've noticed that if, you know, if all you're doing is studying but you're not getting the big picture view of scripture, it's actually going to not diminish your study, but it's gonna definitely hamper or restrict your study to a degree. One of the rich things I've just found is that the more that I read through scripture, the richer my study becomes. And almost as a outflow of that, the more that I study, the richer my reading becomes. And I think part of the reason it has to do with this with this idea that as i read the bible and i'm just getting the big picture view of scripture it's allowing me to see just the overarching view and the flow and the the overarching story of what god is doing which helps deepen my understanding of a particular passage when i'm studying it and in a similar sense as i'm studying a passage i begin to see how that concept is just kind of weaves itself through all of scripture Well, I love what George Mueller said when it comes to reading the Bible. Uh, Mueller, by the time that he died, he had read the Bible several hundred times. But listen to what he says about scripture. He says, I saw that the most important thing I had to do was to give myself to the reading of the word of God and to meditation upon it. What is food of the inner man? Not prayer, but the word of God. And not just the simple reading of the word of God so that it only passes through our minds just as water runs through a pipe, by considering what we read, pondering over it and applying it to our hearts. What George Muller is saying is just a simple reading of scripture actually isn't going to help you very much. See, it's not just reading the words on a page that's going to somehow change your life. It's as you begin to read those words, you begin to ponder them and think upon them and pray them and you actually apply them into your life. That's what's going to start changing you. And again, I think the reading of scripture is really important And I also think the study of scripture is really important. And I think both aspects are critical to your engagement in scripture. In other words, it's not an either or, it really is a both and. Now, what I like just to do for the rest of our time is just kind of give you a a few simple ideas of how to read scripture or maybe different ways, maybe a better term of how to read scripture. Now, I'm kind of pulling this in, in large part from the Howard Hendricks book, Living by the Book. Uh, in that book, he kind of gives 10 ways to read scripture. And I really like the way that he just kind of enunciated them. And so I'm going to kind of give you my own spin on his 10 ways to read scripture. Again, there's a variety of reading plans that you can go out there and look at. And there's a whole bunch on the Deeper Christian website that you could look at. But again, I think it's really important for you to recognize that it's not, again, just reading just, you know, mechanically through scripture that's actually important. It's the, allowing the richness of the word of God to come up as you were reading. So let me go through these 10 simple ways to read scripture. Number one, read thoughtfully. In other words, <laughs> think about what you're reading. Don't just read it and then go about your day, which is what honestly most of us tend to do, right? We read this little passage, we go about our day. And if someone says, Hey, what did you read in the Bible this morning? We go, well, <laughs> uh, it was good. It was powerful. I'm sure it changed my life. <laughs> you know, Rather, what would it look like if we actually thought about that, which we're reading? Number two, repeat. In other words, don't just read a passage once. Read it over and over and over. And here's some ideas. For example, consider reading entire books in one sitting. See, we kind of divide books up by chapters and verses, but that's not how they were written. They were written as one letter or one book. So consider reading them as such. Uh, Start at the beginning of a book and just go through the whole thing. Consider using different translations and, and reading a passage in a variety of translations, which is going to cause you to hear it differently or listen to scripture or read the Bible out loud or, you know, those kind of things, but consistently, or get in the routine of reading the Bible over and over and over again. And you'll find that it is incredibly profitable to your spiritual understanding of God's word. Number three, read the Bible patiently. In other words, go slow. Don't feel like you have to rush study takes time. And just as it takes time for fruit to ripen upon a tree, realize that our spiritual growth, it, it takes, takes time. So as you're reading, if you don't fully understand it, well, that's okay. But realize that, Hey, as I read God's word, I should do so with some patience that I may not get everything the first time through. And in fact, you won't. So be patient as you're reading through the word of God. Number four, read questionably or selectively. In other words, learn how to ask good questions as you're reading those journalist questions like who, what, where, when, why, how, wherefore, so what all those kind of questions are going to help you as you're reading the text. In fact, we'll talk more about that as we begin to talk about studying the Bible, but as you're reading the Bible, ask yourself questions, even as you're reading. Who's talking and where is it located and why is this so important? And, and those kind of questions are going to help give you at least a greater insight into that which you are reading. Number five, read prayerfully. In other words, re- realize that reading and studying the Bible is a spiritual endeavor. And as such, as I'm reading through the Bible, consider praying it. Either take the passage and actually use it as a prayer Or allow the word of God to press your life so that it causes you to come before the Lord and say, God, I I need you to change my life. See this passage? You wrote this passage and it is not true in my life. Would you make this true and evident in my own very being? Number six, this may be my favorite, but read with imagination. In other words, let the Bible come alive through your imagination. One great way to do this is reading a variety of translations. Now we'll talk more about that in the future, but, you know, as you study God's word, I highly encourage you to have a word for word translation, something like, you know, the King James, new King James, ESV, new American standard. Those are great word for word translations, but there is something neat as you're reading through God's word is just to use a variety of translations, you know, pick up the NIV or the NLT or one of those other translations I mentioned and just hear it in a different way. And as, as you do so... It's going to trigger thoughts in your mind that you may not have had in the past or read it in a different language or listen to an audio Bible or, you know, especially the audio dramas where you have the sound effects and different voices. It brings the Bible alive. And with that idea of read the Bible with imagination, consider putting yourself in the scene. I love doing that. Right. And of course, it's really easy to read into the text and we want to be guarded against that. But at the same time, to, to see yourself in a particular location actually can give you great insight. I remember one time I was thinking, what would it have been like to be the cow you know, or some barn animal in the stable when Mary was giving birth to Jesus? And just thinking about that whole scene from an animal perspective, granted, it, you know, it's a little foolish, but but it was a neat thought. Or what would it look like if I was the, the, the fish or likely the whale that swallowed Jonah and thinking it from his perspective? Now, I realize fish don't have brains like we do. I, I totally get that. But sometimes just putting yourself in the scene as, as a bystander or as one of the characters and say, okay, well, how would I feel in that scenario? Or why, why would he say that? Can sometimes just give you great insight into that passage. Or perhaps with that, vary your setting of where you're reading. In other words, if you have access to a sheepfold, right, consider reading Psalm 23 as you're actually watching sheep. It just deepens your understanding of certain passages. All right. Number seven, read meditatively. I love what the Psalm says. They say to meditate upon the word day and night, that your reading of God's word is not a 20 minute activity. It really is to be something that you're doing all throughout the day. Now we're going to be talking about that next week as we talk about this idea of saturation, but what would it look like if you were to, if you were to meditate upon the word of God day and night? Now, realize that biblical meditation is completely different than new age meditation. New New age meditation is this idea of emptying your mind and getting to this plate of "Mm," and whatever. But biblical meditation, the picture of that is, is, is as a cow chewing cud. So here you are, you take the word into your life, for example, in the morning, and you just begin to chew upon it and chew upon it and then you swallow it. And then later on the day, you regurgitate it and you just begin to chew upon it and chew upon it. And you just consistently bring that word back to your mind and you begin to think upon it all throughout the day. Number eight, read purposely. In other words, look for what the purpose is of that passage. Nothing is in scripture by accident. So if an author included something, well, why would that be included there in that section? Number nine, read acquisitively. In other words, don't just read to receive something, but to actually retain and to possess it. In other words, memorize the scripture and really wrestle with the text itself, just so you don't just hear it, you know, goes, goes in one ear and goes out the other, but you actually begin to hold on to the word of God. And number 10, read telescopically. In other words, see each individual part in light of the whole of scripture. So if you're looking at one section or one story, how does that fit into the overarching flow of what God is doing in all of scripture as it leads to Jesus Christ and his accomplishment upon the cross. Well, I know that was a lot of information. And if you want all those details, and if you want a list of all of that, you can see those in the show notes for this episode. But can I encourage you? I really want you to be studying God's word. I want you to go to the depth of his word, but let us not forsake the reading of scripture. Now, I don't know what this looks like practically for you, But realize that even at the slowest level of reading with comprehension, in other words, it's the slowest you can read and still understand what you're reading. All you have to do is read 10 minutes a day and you can get through the entire Bible in one year. So we're not saying, you you know, you need to read for three hours every single day, but what would it look like if you took 10, 15, 20 minutes and just was constantly reading through the Bible? Again, there's a whole bunch of great reading plans out there, and I would encourage you just to pick one. And don't feel like you're stuck, you know, stuck with one reading plan for the rest of your life. I love to change up my reading plan. So every time I get through a reading plan, I do something different because I, I like the variety. But my goal is I want to consistently be reading through the Bible over and over and over again. And in so doing, creating this great layer or this breadth of knowledge as I'm doing my study. So two key aspects that you need for your engagement with God's Word. One. I highly encourage you to be reading God's word. Read it over and over and over and in a variety of ways. And number two, you should be studying God's word. Again, we read for breadth, we study for depth. And in the future episodes, we're gonna be talking more about how do you study God's word. Again, if you like a list of all those ways to read God's word, you can find those on the show notes for this episode by going to deeperChristian.com forward slash 162 for episode 162. Now, next week, again, we're going to be talking more about this idea of Bible study and what does it mean to saturate in God's Word. Until then, know I am cheering you on as you build your life around Jesus Christ.